Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 143 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. I'm your host. Let's go ahead and start the show off the same way we do every week. That's by starting off with the breakdown. The breakdown is brought to you by O'Neill's. O'Neill's is the official sportswear supplier to the biggest teams in world rugby, Infinity Park, and the American Raptors. Shop apparel now at O'Neill's.com. That's O-N-E-I-L-L-S.com. So, starting off with the latest news around the American Raptors and the biggest news out of the American Raptors camp is the announcement of the Challenge Cup of the Americas tournament that will be taking place at Infinity Park over the next two weekends. So if you listen to the mailbag episode I did a couple of weeks ago, this is what I was referring to. This is what I was hinting at. Couldn't talk about it yet because I wasn't sure it was going to happen yet, to be completely honest. But here we are. The teams are committed. Uh, sounds like flights are booked. Everything's ready to go. It sounds like teams should be start showing up in Infinity Park next week um, before next weekend's match. So uh, the Raptors will welcome two teams from the Slar competition. And I'm going to practice saying these. I'm probably going to butcher these. So I'm sorry for listening to this for these team names. Aguares and Pina Roll of and uh, the University of British Columbia Old Boy Ravens from Canada. So that's going to be the three teams besides the Raptors that are playing in this tournament. Two from Slar, one from Canada. From my understanding, both the Raptors and the Old Boys will get to play both of the Slar teams once. So the Raptors will play one team this coming, or I guess next Saturday, uh, June 11th, and then again on June 18th. Um, it's going to be fun. Exciting news. It's born out of the fact that the Raptors went down to Uruguay and established these relationships and you know met the right people and showed they were serious about this. Um, so that's pretty cool. I think the Raptors have added David Still. He's back in town for this tournament, so he'll be playing for the Raptors. And should be some exciting matches. I'm looking forward to checking this thing out. This seems like I'm um, not sure the the caliber of the team that, you know, Jaguares and uh, Pinarol will send um, because it's, it's this is like moving into the international duties, right? So they might be getting ready for their respective countries, but um, I, I think the, it's going to be a quality player. It's going to be a quality team coming up here to play the Raptors. Um, and I'm excited to see how they do. I'm excited to see if they hold their own. They did in Uruguay last year. Um, it's still kind of up for debate, uh, you know, how 
skilled and experienced that team was. There are some people that said it was the B team um, as the national team was taking on Italy. But there are some people that also said, you know, it was the, the C team. So who knows? Um, but it'll be fun to see how they how they fare um, against some different competition. Uh, you, you wind up playing the same teams quite a bit in rugby. So this is a, a cool opportunity to play some new teams from a different part of the world, see a different brand of rugby, uh, and it's going to be super fun. So tickets are on sale now at Infinity Park at Glendale.com. I think they are $10. And if you can't make it to Glendale for the matches over these next two weekends, um, you can stream it online for free at the wherever you watch your Raptors matches too. So I'm sure there'll be a pop-up on the Raptors site. Um, it'll be on the Infinity Park live stream as well. So lots of ways to watch it. It's going to be exciting. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to, to get it to it and watch some rugby. And other American Raptors news, they defeated the LA Rising Stars, which is Los Angeles Kiltini's Academy, 53-31 last Saturday. Didn't get to watch it live as I was at a wedding, so I caught up with everything on Tuesday after I got back from New Orleans on uh, NCR, CRC. And the match wasn't really as close as the score indicated, uh, if we're being honest. The Raptors really did play a, a solid match. They kind of let their foot off the gas a little bit at the end of the match. That's why the, the score got a little bit closer but the lead was never really in jeopardy. Um, they came out fast, early, scored pretty much at will at the beginning of the match, um, took a took a nice lead into halftime and, and kind of coasted from there. So uh, played very well, and they're, they're looking good going into this upcoming weekend. Um, as for this weekend, so on the Saturday, June 3rd, by the time, or 4th, excuse me, by the time you're hearing this, they have a scrimmage on the turf field um, against Rocky Mountain Rugby All-Stars. Um, so they'll have one more tune-up before they, they start playing this Challenge Cup of the Americas tournament, which will take place on June 11th, and then again on June 18th. That's kind of what's going on with the American Raptors. Um, obviously a lot of exciting news, and we'll talk about it, of course, a little bit more as we get closer, uh, so next week's show will be a good one. But uh, we'll go ahead and move into the Major League Rugby section of the breakdown now. Playoffs are set, sort of. The teams are set, at least. Now we're just waiting on seeding. So in the Eastern Conference, the only seed that we have locked in is the top spot. That's the New England Free Jacks. Uh, they will get a nice buy for the first round of the playoffs, and we'll take on the winner of Rugby ATL and Rugby New York. Uh, in the Eastern Conference final, kind of going to determine what happens this weekend uh, as to, I think, who will host because the seeding is not completely set in stone yet. And then the Western Conference, uh, first place still up for grabs as LA Giltinis are in first place right now. Um, Austin Gilgronis, if they defeat the Houston Sabercatch, who is the other uh, playoff team, they can move into first place if the Giltinis don't take care of business against the Seawolves. We'll talk a little bit more about that and all the rugby you can watch this weekend. Um, but there's still a lot of playoff scenarios, but in the West, we'll have the LA Giltinis, Austin Gilgronis, and the Houston Sabercats. Uh, so we likely could see, um, as you do in the NFL sometimes, you'll see the re last regular season match between Austin and Houston. That could very well be a playoff match as, as well. It's kind of what we saw last year with the Giltinis, excuse me, yeah, with the Giltinis and the uh, Utah Warriors. Uh, they closed out the season against each other and then played each other in the playoffs the very next week. Um, so I'm sure there'll be some gamesmanship as we, we go through the schedule here in a second. Um, teams kind of, maybe they're resting a couple of guys. Maybe they're not trying super hard to win the match. Uh, maybe they're doing different stuff. It'll be interesting to see the tactics they employ. 
um, and, and all that stuff and the seating will be worked out in the regular season finale and let's talk about it all right now and all the rugby you can watch this weekend presented by Wintergreen. Wintergreen loves rugby and wants to support USA Rugby's mission of uniting an inclusive, passionate rugby community to grow the sport of rugby in America. Wintergreen gels, cream sprays, and soaks are made with wintergreen oils and other therapeutic natural oils that help to soothe and support sore muscles and joints to keep you at your best. Visit wintergreensport.com to purchase the products you need to help you prepare to win. So Major League Rugby Round 18, it's crazy to think season, regular season's already over, went fast. Um, we got three matches on Friday, which is going to be kind of cool. So the first one, we got Nola Gold at Rugby ATL on Friday at 5 p.m. Then we got Rugby New York at the New England Free Jacks on Friday at 5 p.m. That could be a preview of the Eastern Conference Final. We have Austin Gilgronies at Houston Sabercats. That's on Friday at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 2. Again, if Austin takes care of business in that one and the Giltinis don't, uh, Austin could slide into first place, get that first round by, so you think they're going to be playing for something, and Houston doesn't want them to do that. Maybe they think they match up a little better against Austin. They want to play them again next weekend in the first round of the playoffs. So I would assume both teams will be trying in that one. That match is on Fox Sports too. Uh, moving into the next match, got Utah Warriors at the Dallas Jackals on Saturday at 6 p.m. That is the last chance, obviously, that the Dallas Jackals have to win a match, so we'll see if they can do it. Um, saw Utah playing without Niall Saunders as he got a red card to hit with a six-game suspension. So this will be the first one. He'll miss five weeks of the next season if he comes back. Uh, so hopefully Dallas can win one. Hopefully they uh, play well, put up a spirited effort, and they, they knock off Utah in the season finale. That would be cool. Old Glory DC at Toronto Arrows on Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, and then last but not least, we have Seattle Seawolves at LA Giltinis on Sunday at 4 p.m. All those other matches are on the Rugby Network. The only one that's not is Austin at and Houston um, on Fox Sports 2. So tune in. Still a lot to play for, obviously. Like I said, seating still up for grabs um, and hoping for some, some fun results in the other matches that don't have any playoff weight. Moving in Premiership Rugby, we've got Exeter Chiefs versus Harlequins, Northampton Saints versus Newcastle Falcons, Leicester Tigers versus Wasps, Sale Sharks versus Bristol Bears, Worcester Warriors versus Bath, and then Gloucester versus Saracens. All those matches are on Saturday at 8 a.m., and they are on Peacock. We have the Allianz Premier 15s final between Saracens women and Exeter Chiefs women on Friday at 8 a.m. Uh, more information on that at premier15s.com. And then we have Super Rugby Pacific, Queensland Reds versus Crusaders on Friday at 1.05 a.m. New South Wales Waratahs versus Chiefs on Friday at 10.35 p.m. Highlanders versus Blues on Saturday at 1.05 a.m. Hurricanes versus Brumbies on Saturday at 3.45 a.m. So watch out on Flow Rugby um, as they close in on their playoffs. I think next week's semifinals. So the winner of those matches will advance. Uh, and that does it for all the rugby you can watch this weekend. Significantly less than last weekend. Um, but we're kind of hitting that summer lull while things will lighten up. Uh, and then we'll get back into it as summer winds down. So um, I hope you enjoy all those matches this weekend. Now we'll go ahead and move into the interview portion of the show. This interview with American Raptors commentator Christian Miles is brought to you by Guard Lab. Join the mouth card revolution with American-made mouth cards that perform, protect, and recover. For more information, visit GuardLab.com. So I had a good chat with Christian earlier. Um, it's fun to kind of get his perspective on things as he's in the broadcast booth. He's called uh, good 
I would say 75 to 80% of the Colorado XO slash American Raptors matches. I don't think he was here much in the fall, but uh, most of the matches in the stadium he's been on the call for. Um, he's done the the ones this year and, and did the first few last year as well. So, again, I thought he had an interesting perspective. It's fun to kind of pick his brain on what he sees up there in the booth and what he's heard from other people and just kind of get his thoughts on the program overall. So with that introduction, hopefully you enjoy my conversation with American Raptors commentator Christian Miles. All right, now welcome on a very special guest to the DMVR Rugby Podcast. We have American Raptors commentator Christian Miles. Christian, how's it going? Uh, going great, Colton. Big fan of the DMVR Podcast. Um, a good resource for me as a commentator. And, uh, you know, one of the more uh, fun things to partake in when I'm getting ready in my preparation for the big matches. Thanks so much. That means a lot. I'm happy to hear that. Somebody's listening to it. Somebody's using it for some good stuff. That's that's good. That means a lot to me. So thank you for that. Uh, so Christian, first question we ask everybody that comes on the show. As an avid listener, I'm sure you know where this is going. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about where you're from? Uh, originally, from, I'm from Portland, Oregon. Um, I grew up there and then moved to Los Angeles about 25 years ago and got involved in the world of broadcasting, whether it be rugby, soccer, and a variety of other sports. And I've lived out here ever since. Those are two pretty beautiful places to, to live. Those are, are good parts of the country, like visiting. Um, two, two very different places, trust me. Yes. Very, very different. <laughs> but yeah, um, and, and, and a burgeoning, very uh, a, a new fan to Colorado. I've always uh, figured if I wasn't living where I'm living right now and I, I could go where I want to go, it would be right in the, the Rocky Mountain area. Yeah, when it came time for me to pick a college, it was tough to leave, so I just stayed, and here I am. Still here, so. <laughs> Uh, not a bad place to be either. So speaking of broadcasting, you know, just kind of pouring through your resume a little bit, you got to call a lot of cool sporting events. You've been doing it for quite a while now. I was just wondering if you could take me through your broadcasting career a little bit because I've always been fascinated by the profession. Well, I, I, I got into it working uh, in a local NBC channel in Portland, Oregon, where I was you know, started as an intern and then um, – you know, one of my old superiors ended up taking a position at Fox Sports, which was launching a, a rugby and soccer channel back in the late 90s and moved down to Los Angeles for that position. And, you know, lo and behold, one day they needed uh, someone to step into the booth because one of the commentators didn't show up. And I said, well, hell, I'll give it a try. And so I was started as, you know, behind the scenes as a producer and then you know, got involved in uh, more of the in front of the camera things and it kind of stuck. I really like it. I enjoy, there's nothing I, I like doing more than, than calling live sports events, live matches uh, and rugby up there with the favorite, if not the favorite right now to, to be calling. It's just, it's just a blast. And I'm very, very fortunate to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and it's got to keep you busy, right? Like that, that's a lot of action and in a very short amount of time. Um, and so that was going to be one of my questions. So this is not your first foray into rugby, correct? You've done some stuff in the past with rugby before. Well, I've done a little bit. I mean, uh, to be honest, with you, I'm, I'm fairly new to the rugby broadcasting in terms of play-by-play. -play. I've, I've known that the guys who are behind the scenes at American Raptors, um, who I worked with at Fox Sports, Pat Guthrie and Matt Brown, who are the men behind the scenes, that amongst many of the brilliant people that help us put that stream together. Um, I've known those guys for about 25 years um, and, and did a variety of broadcasting uh, with Pat and Matt um, doing some stuff for the rugby channel back in the day. But this is really my first foray into actually calling 
uh, these games live on site. So it's, it's been a learning experience. It's been, a, I mean, I've always wanted to do it. Um, and it's just been a, it's just been a blast. That's very cool. How, how different or how similar is it to some calling other sports that you do? I know you, you got some basketball, it's called some football and then a lot of soccer. Like, is it, is it, is calling sports calling sports or is there kind of like a different, you know, things you have to do for each sport? Uh, I think there's, you know, there's a lot of similarities, but there's, you know, each sport has its own unique kind of attributes. So what I, what I love about rugby is the fluidity of the sport, like the power of the sport. Um, I'm not a, a person who really likes a start stop type of sporting event. So I, I, I struggle with some other sports. Of course, I have my own name, but um, that's one of the key. That I uh, being of short attention span, it really helps to to work in sports that have, you know, a continual flow to them. And and I think rugby fits that bill perfectly. Uh, it, soccer's like that. Hockey's like that. Um, basketball, to an extent, uh, can be like that. Yeah. So, but I, I the the sports really appeal to me. And I also yeah, I, I really have a affinity for international sports I, I just find that much more compelling and fascinating as an individual that's interesting to hear you say that too because i always say when i talk to especially it's been fun to talk to some of these crossover guys there's a few that have played you know soccer and um, a lot of them have said that you know it actually feels when they're playing rugby it feels more like they're playing basketball or soccer rather than playing football so that's kind of interesting to hear you say that it's kind of similar in the broadcasting you know realm too yeah, you know, you have to be able to move with the game. There's no time to stop and tell a story. And, and there's like with a lot of these, you know, crossover guys that are used to playing so much college football, you know, they're used to, you know, having their 30 seconds in between plays to regroup and stop. But, you know, with with rugby and, and in like soccer and other some other sports you're talking about, you, you have to, to be ready on your feet. You have to be a two-way player as well, um, you know, at a moment's notice. And you have to be switched on 100%. And I think that, you know, it demands more of a player and uh it also demands more of a broadcaster so you kind of you have to be able to move with the action at a moment's notice yeah that's awesome well you've been doing a really good job i really enjoy uh your calls every week you make oh. the game more exciting so uh, keep up the good work cheers man thank you it's yeah. uh, it's, it's a lot of fun the raptor the american raptors make it a heck of a lot of fun it's great to watch these guys yeah so speaking of the program what did you kind of think when you because you've been you've been calling the all, I think almost all the matches since, you know, they picked up back in Infinity Park a little bit over a year ago. So what did you kind of think when you first heard of the idea behind the program? Well, I talked to the people out in, um, in Glendale, American Rafters, and I know that the people behind the scenes there um, that I've known for a long time have always discussed, you know, how good American athletes could be if they learned the sport of rugby and they got proficient at it and learned the nuances and, and the other intricacies of the game. And so I always knew that was kind of an angle that the people that I knew wanted to take with this. And so I kind of figured that was what was going to go on. And uh, it's really, it's, you know, we've had these conversations, all of us fan, rugby fans have had these conversations like, what if, you know, what if, what if our guys were playing, you know, since they were about seven or eight years old, how good would they be given their, you know, their athletic talents. And, and now we're seeing that, you know, not just pen to paper, but we're seeing it, you know, rubber hitting the road on the pitch right now on the field. And it's really cool to see. And I, one thing that's just really impressed me is, is how quickly a lot of these guys have taken to the game. And of course there's struggles with some of the nuances of the game, but overall, I mean, I'm just impressed. I think the, the, the rate of growth, the rate of learning has been just been exponential. 
Yeah, that was going to be the next question I asked, which is how much progress have you seen them make over the course of very literally the last year? Because I feel like it was the first uh, home match back at Infinity Park in 2021 was like the middle of May. So just hit that year mark. And I'm sure, you know, from a broadcasting perspective, you've seen it, it probably looks a lot different than it did a year ago, right? Oh, yeah, it looks it looks a lot better. And if the the players have grown, they've understood it, and, you know, and having that full year under their belt, you know, in, in COVID didn't help anything too. So having that kind of subside a little bit, I think allowed the players to get, you know, more training time or more, more fitness. I think the fitness really is just exponentially one of the biggest factors. I think is kind of responsible for their growth in the rugby game. They've been brilliant. Um, to see a little more line speed out there and, and just an overall understanding that has grown with it by being out there more and playing more rugby and, and, and getting more comfortable with the sport and each other. And it's always going to be difficult with the, with the crossover thing because you've got so many guys coming and going and then, you know, new guys coming in that don't know the game that are learning it. But, you know, by and large over a whole, I think this year from last year, the, the starting point seems to be much farther ahead than, than what we saw you know, coming off that COVID year back in 2021. So it's, it's been, it's been really fun to see it. You know, guys like Kaliki Tonga coming in, you know, Daquan Sheridan, Lene Latu has been so brilliant, um, you know, continue to just really have some excellent performances and, and kind of encapsulate the, the growth of, of the American Raptors program, I think. Yeah. And I agree with you hundred percent. And that's the conversation I've had with other people in the past, um, I was uh, I was out in New Orleans this last weekend at the National Collegiate Rugby Championships of the Sevens, and a lot of people were asking about you know the American Raptors program, and they they kept saying along the lines of like, it's kind of counterintuitive because you you know normally your goal with a team, especially a rugby team in this country, is to keep it together, right? Keep all the players together as long as you can, and with this program, you know, sending people off to different clubs, send them to MLR, send them to the Sevens program. Um, for them to be able to keep taking these steps forward and making this progress, like you said, while all these pieces are, are constantly switching in and out and you have all these different moving parts has been super impressive for me. And I think some people outside of the program starting to see that too. Yeah, you know, it's interesting too when, you, when you're dealing with almost an academy type of, of setup, you, you know, all these comings and goings, I think the metric and, and the standard for, you know, gauging the success of the program is much different than like you're saying, Colton, with, you know, results yeah. kind of centering and, and being the, the, the paramount point for other teams to measure their success. I think with American Raptors, it, it's completely different. You know, they want to develop guys to, to move on, whether they're going to MLR, they're going overseas, or, you know, they're going over to the Eagles setup at USA level. So, you know, the metrics a little different here. So to see that grow along with the overall quality and performance, and, and it's showing in some of those results here because, yeah, I think that the results have been a lot better um, in 2022 than we saw last spring. For sure. And I think you, you nailed it too, is just that's kind of why I think people have a hard time wrapping their minds around the program in general because, you know, like, you know, first of all, it's something that nobody's really ever tried to do before. And second of all, that's not how American sports work, right? Like you play to win something. You play to win a trophy. You don't necessarily yeah. play to get better. And this is, you know, very literally just playing to get people better and send them off to a better opportunity and hopefully make a difference on the world stage. So um, it's even been hard for me, you know, honestly, as we done this podcast now for two and a half years and, you know, switching from a podcast focused on, you know, how a team's performing in MLR and keeping track of the league to this has been, you know, hard for me, but it's been cool. It's been fun. Um, and it's kind of cool to see people kind of come around to the idea now that it's been, you know, producing a little bit of results. 
Uh, 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, it's just different. Uh, it's almost like, you know, looking at a triple-A baseball type of setup, you know, where yeah. you want to get the best out of your players, and your job is to make get these guys ready. And I think, you know, it, Paul Emmerich's done a great job in picking up, and you know, like we were talking about, the the, um, the the people in charge of this American Raptors outfit, you know, Mark Pollock has, has been tremendous. I think they've just done it all the way from the top down. You know, Mayor Mike Dunnisman has really played a prominent role, too. So, yeah, a testament to their efforts and, and the, the quality and, and, and the players' development is just kind of spoke, spoken for itself. Yeah, certainly. Uh, so, Christian, you get to call rugby matches with some experienced rugby people. I know just even you know, the, the people that you've called the American Raptors matches with and Brian Vizard and um, Pete Steinberg and Madison Hughes. So what what have you kind of heard those people say about, you know, their thoughts on the team? Because, again, they're not – they haven't seen even as much of it as you have. So I'm just kind of interested in seeing, you know, what they say about the team. Well, first of all, these guys are the expert. You know, Matt, I've known Viz a long time. So th- these guys' opinion matters a hell of a lot more than mine does. Um, and these guys really know what they're talking about. And, you know, they kind of echo, I think, you know, some of the points that you're saying. I think that I'm, I'm trying to – to state as well as you know, you have to have patience, but there is so much potential there, um, and it's it's being proven. It's not just a theory anymore. You know, it's being put into practice, and that's what's exciting about it. And I think these guys have, have told me the same thing. You know, Madison was when I worked with him a couple of weeks ago on the Seattle game. He was tremendously enthusiastic about them. You know, the potential of this team, and was, you know, the athleticism is speaks for itself. So. Yeah, Madison was very I mean, praiseful of it. Um, you know, Viz, I've known for a long time. He, he's he, he's a big believer in the program as well. He likes it. He likes what he sees. And, you know, Brian Vizard, rugby legend, mm-hmm. he's been there and done that. So I, I think the guy knows what he's talking about. Um, and then the guys behind the scenes also know what they're talking about. They're doing the work day. And, you know, the coaching staff, Sarah Shabbat, everybody, Luke Gross, um, you know, they know what they're talking about. And, they, and it's, it's showing right now. And, and you know, the proof is in the pudding, so to speak. So it's been fun to work with these people. I mean, I, I learned so much from them, and I try and take a back seat and let them kind of provide the rugs and the expertise because these are the people that, you know, can make the points and give us the why, give us the explanation as to what's going on. And I just want to set them up and, and, you know, make their job as easy as possible. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so I know you mentioned a few players already. I was just wondering, you know, if there's a, a couple of other players that have caught your eye. Uh, you know, you mentioned Lene Latu, who's been um, somebody that I've been very impressed with from the very beginning, Dayton Sheridan as well. Um, but there's a, you know, a fair amount of new people. I know as I was talking to Madison after the match a couple of weeks ago, um, he was very complimentary of Nolan Saracini. So I was just kind of wondering if there's a, a couple of other players that have caught your eye, you know, as we move through this spring 2022 season. Uh Man, I'm going to have to do another pod for this. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I think a lot, I mean, by and large, the, the group as a whole is, is better. Um, and then, you know, those are some guys that they kind of stated in the obvious. Lene, the leader of this team, and I, I thought he did really well in his first appearance as captain um, last weekend in that win over LA Rising Stars. But uh, Saracini, you know, doing a great job at scrum. I think one of, also, too, one that's not getting mentioned, Mikey Grandy at the eight man. I think he's been really good, you know, providing a lot of thrust from the back and um, a lot of power and showing more consistency. But Watson Feliki Tonga has really impressed me. Um, it, his contributions, his, his running has been good. Fitness has been great. Um, looked good at that, you know, inside center role. And Zach Hall, um, yes. for me, you know, a couple of tries over the weekend. He's, you know, I think he's tops in tries right now, around eight, uh, along with Lene Latu. So he, he's his his speed 
from the center position is, is really added an extra dimension because, you know, you know, you're going to get it with the likes of, of a Dakota Dixon, Sheridan and such, you know, in, in yeah. the back positions. But to have that pace there at that center area, I think uh, is it, done really well. Those are some of the guys that kind of stand out to me. Uh, but we're also, too, across the board, the overall contributions, I think, have been much more balanced with this team and you're getting much more con many more contributions from uh, many other players as opposed to perhaps what we saw in 2021 yeah and i think you're right i think that comes with getting more comfortable and i'm glad that you brought up zach hall because zach hall is a guy i don't think people realize um quite possibly like he should be in the nfl he well, went to a smaller school uh covid he was a you know unfortunately a casualty of covid where he doesn't get the opportunity to show his stuff you know like some of these guys that went to bigger schools but he's he's very literally like the best tackling linebacker in his school's history i think he went to southeastern missouri um so that that just kind of goes to show like he's a guy that should he should be in the NFL. He, he should have other opportunities. Um, didn't, but he seems to have picked up rugby um, and is excelling at it. So that's fun. And then Christian, I, w- I would uh, encourage you to look into, I don't know if you have, you might have, I could be assuming wrong. Look into Mikey Granny's background. Mikey Granny was uh, an offensive lineman at the University of Texas. He looks like a completely different person. He looks like yeah. half of the person. He used to have really long hair. Now he's got a clean cut, you know, thinned out playing eight man. It's it's funny to see what rugby's done to to these players' bodies. Oh yeah, I mean you look at him a whole, and you know, it's a common theme when I'm I'm going through the bios and getting ready for the games. How much fitter these guys are, yeah. but how much weight they've lost from their American football days. And, and yeah, it's a good point. Cool. I mean, you know, Grandy, I think he's coming in around you know, 260 now, and that's quite a drop off from being a lineman. Yeah, you, you know, doesn't watch American football. Yeah, so yeah. You, I'll check that out. He yeah. covered that covers so much ground. Yeah, he does. He, you can't be an offensive lineman at Texas and be two sixty. I'm not. I'm pretty sure. It's only and like you have I, to be fit to be play to be playing sevens as well. Too, yeah. So. Yes, exactly. And he did a little bit of that this summer. Uh, so Christian, will you have you heard if you'll be on the call for this uh, Challenge Cup of the Americas competition here in a couple of weeks? Yeah, you're stuck with me for the next two weeks. Uh, I'll be calling the games uh, with Dallin and Brian Vizard um, in the coming weeks. So we're really excited and, and nice to bring the, the international flavor uh, back to Infinity Park and Peña Roll, a good organization, and, and Jaguares coming in from Argentina. So nice to see those bridges built on that trip that we uh, the American Raptors had last spring. And, and uh, I think it was last spring. Um, yeah, but last fall, yep. Yeah, last fall, excuse me, yeah, and last fall down to South America, and, and to have them, you know, come in and kind of reciprocate. So it, and you know, kind of just brings in a little extra international dimension to to Pity Park. It, it brings in a high, you know, I think it brings in a real good quality of competition for the a different look because you know, sometimes the rugby world can be a little bit small. So mm-hmm. in, in here in the U.S., especially out west, so it's nice to have them uh, come in and, and give a different look, a different type of rugby is perhaps a different type of athlete. So it's going to be a great test. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun to call. Yeah, it's going to be, wait. It's gonna be a, a ton of fun. I'm excited. Glad you'll be back. It's a star-studded booth that you're a part of, so that's going to be a couple good broadcasts. So, Christian, that's all the questions I had for you, man. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, keep up the great work. Like I said, you really do uh, You bring a little extra element to the matches, and it's been fun to watch. So I uh, really appreciate it. If you wanted to you know, kind of – let people know how they can track you down. Feel free to do that right now. Oh, feel free to catch me at C Miles Sports on Twitter. I'm not that active on social media, but I try and do my part. Um, 
And I just want to give you a shout out too, Colton. Really, really enjoy the podcast every week. Like I say, it's it's part of my essential listening when I when I'm in the lead up to the games and I'm getting ready for it. So keep up the good work, man. Appreciate it, Christian. I, I really do appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, have a good day. All right, take it easy. All right, I hope everyone enjoyed that conversation with American Raptors commentator Christian Miles. Big thank you to Christian for taking some time to come chat with me. Always appreciate it when the guests do that. Uh, makes a show. I say it every week, but because it's true. So thank you, Christian. We'll go ahead and move into the required reading portion of the show. Required reading is brought to you by Gilbert Rugby. Gilbert is the official rugby equipment supplier of the American Raptors. Visit worldrugbyshop.com to grab all of your Gilbert Rugby gear. So this week's required reading, just want you to go read the release on Infinity Park at Glendale.com about the Challenge Cup of the Americas. Uh, some good quotes in there from Mike Donovan and and Pino, who is a president of uh, Sud America Rugby, um, just kind of he he kind of hints at. There's a lot of interesting quotes. He hints at wanting to expand SLAR into North America, um, and this very much seems like the the pathway for that. So go check that out. I will of course link that press release uh, in the article that houses this podcast as well as the description. So just scroll on down and click that if you're interested in reading more about that. Um, and we'll move into the stat of the week. The stat of the week is presented by Catapult. Catapult is committed to making performance technology available to athletes at all levels, whether it's the biggest teams and organizations in world sport or amateur rugby players. Catapult helps monitor performance like the pros. For more information, visit catapultsports.com. So stat of the week is pretty much turning into a running try counter. Um, and that's what we'll be talking about again today. So last week, if you remember, uh, Raptors had 44 total tries in 2022. And the leaderboard has shuffled an eight-try performance in their win over the L.A. Rising Stars. Put the season total at 52 tries. Lene Latu is the lone leader in the clubhouse now with seven tries. Uh, Jacob Gepner still with six. Um, and it looks like we've got Zach Hall with five and Dakota Dixon with five now. So leaderboard's moving around. Um, they got two more matches to add to the total. So we'll see uh, if Lene finishes as the leading try scorer, who finishes strong in the last couple of weeks. Um, it's going to be fun to kind of keep an eye on all that stuff. So uh, last but certainly not least, let's close the show with The Loop. First Bank is the official banking partner of Infinity Park. They believe in banking for good, doing their best to do right by their customers, communities, and employees. Banking for good, member FDIC. So as I was going through uh, the podcast in my brain and my little interview break, I remembered I forgot to talk about a couple of things. So the first thing I want to talk about, it looks like Brady Daniel um, has been getting some run with Old Glory DC's academy side. Um, and it sounds like he will be back for the SLAR tournament, Challenge Cup of the Americas tournament. But um, little birdie told me he may be in the starting lineup for Old Glory DC this weekend. So that'll be fun to see. And I wanted to give a shout out to former Colorado Raptor, Glendale Raptor, Chad Goff, uh, current Utah Warrior played his last rugby match last weekend um, retiring from the MLR to go you know pursue a family life he's putting his family first and as you can imagine playing professional rugby cuts into your time a lot so uh, Utah put out a pretty nice article on him today on Thursday so just wanted to give a shout out to Chad if you remember if we have any original listeners to this show Chad was my second ever guest on this podcast back in January of 2020 it was former Colorado Raptors head coach Pete Borlase. He was the first guest, and then Chad Goff. Um, so 
wishing Chad nothing but the best. Congrats on an awesome career. It was always fun to watch him play. Um, and we wish you nothing but the best in the next chapter of your life. So uh, that does it for the loop. Follow along with everything we've got going on at the NVR Rugby on Twitter at the NVR underscore rugby and at Colton Strickler. That's where you can find us. That's where you can find our stuff. Hopefully we can have some cool content coming out uh, about the Challenge Cup of the Americas. Sounds like our guy Ryan Green's going to be at one of the tournament days, so expect a cool video coming out, um, which is going to be really exciting. And the best place to see all that will be on Twitter, so that's where you can keep up with all our stuff. That's a show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy all of the matches this weekend. We'll catch you all back here next Friday for a little pre-Challenge Cup of the Americas podcast. <laughs>